Welcome to El Clasico Podcastico. It is El Clasico Podcastico. Oh, Lone Star Edition. Lone Star Edition coming to you respectively from the Big Apple and the Lone Star State. We're divided by thousands of miles and in La Liga. And a few million dollars in La Liga. Oh my gosh. Maybe, yeah. Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds of millions of dollars, <laughs> which we'll get into. Uh, welcome to our third, I believe, off-season edition of a Classico podcast to go. We don't really have any games. Real Madrid played a preseason game, which we'll, we'll briefly talk about. But the big stories this off-season, games coming up, Peyton, in just 16 days. Real Madrid playing the 14th. But there's a lot of questions to be answered before then, notably... Who will be allowed to play on our respective teams for this upcoming season? Nobody knew, apparently. Yeah, that this would be an issue. I, of course, am Mark Valensky, Real Madrid fan, and I'm joined by Peyton McCann, Barcelona fan. And Peyton, uh, what's going on? What's going? What's going on right now at Barcelona yes. uh, with this salary cap situation? Uh, so much. Messi, so I hear much. Messi might not play until January. What is, what is that? No, no, that won't happen. Well, it could happen. Legally, <laughs> it should. Uh, well, there's a big uh, hole to do in La Liga right now over the salary cap business. Uh, Barcelona are getting the brunt of it because we are in the worst shape financially right now. And Javier Tebas, president of La Liga, is basically telling Barcelona, hey, you are not responsible enough to spend your own money. So we're going to put you on an allowance and make sure that you can't spend any more <laughs> than we want you to, uh, which is uh, kind of fair. Uh, we are, the, <laughs> yes. we are uh, the highest in Europe for wages. Uh, at our uh, Last year, uh, we outspent Manchester City, who is in second place, by $42 million euros a year <laughs> that's a healthy uh, that's which, almost a messy sized contract no and it's really unhealthy when la liga cuts our salary cap by 187 million euros <laughs> uh, that's like a that's crazy. like two squads worth for a normal team that's right and that's that's just to allow us to actually sign our four new players you know eric garcia emerson from Real Betis, Memphis Depay, of course, and Sergio Cunaguero, and the GOAT himself, Lionel Messi. The, yeah, big news. He re-signed, which, uh, but yeah, we'll see if he actually can play. I mean, yeah, he agreed to come back and play, which is great. It's what we expected uh, with Juan Laporta back in. But in order to, for him to actually play with any of his friends, we need to cut our salary bill by 187 million euros, which is compounded. I mean, that would be a difficult task in and of itself if it weren't for the fact that we were also uh, one of the highest operating losses of the last year at 173 million euros. That's fourth highest in Europe last season. Um, wow. We, and of course, for. For uh, for some for some comparison, Real Madrid actually made a slight profit the last two years. Uh, I mean, the last right. th during COVID, we recorded like 
a very small, it was like $600,000 profit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, at that same time, Barcelona is just hemorrhaging cash. Yeah, you made what, 87000 We made like, I think one one of the COVID years, the first COVID year we made, or I don't know how they report it, but we reported profit twice. The first time it was 300000 the second time it was 600000 So it was, a very, it was basically break-even. We made about a million dollars during COVID. Right, right. Uh, like for loss, obviously we we made more way more than that, but the operating, you know, minus operating expenses, which seems crazy considering Real Madrid are like current, like still constructing their new stadium and everything, and all the expenses that would be yeah, long term debt that that doesn't that doesn't count into that. Like when when people okay. say Real Madrid has like there was this recent oh, article, right. so a lot of what we're referencing is from this uh, athletic this article in the Athletic, which. Shows the all the crazy. I didn't even know there was a salary cap. They've never even talked about. It. If you're if you're listening, you're like, what is this about a salary cap in La Liga? Yes, apparently this has existed for years. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. Was this year? Because um, right. Real Madrid, Real Madrid has to cut twenty two percent of our salary, and you guys have to cut sixty six percent. Do you uh, do you know what your debt is right now? What what? What what Real Madrid's like short term debt is right now that's like due within the next twelve months. I think it was um, it's basically zero because I know our total debt's like six hundred eighty huh. million, but from what I read, ninety percent of that is long term debt. So eighty million, something like that. Yeah, our that's total cute. our total debt is six hundred eighty. But our long-term That's debt, cute. I think, is you less than You guys just aren't 100. really players in the game. You guys just aren't really players in the financial game like Barcelona is. you got to get real invested. <laughs> you, you know, you have to put, pay off big. Leverage. $80 million, that's nothing. Atletico Madrid, uh, short-term debt right now, due within the next year, is $432 million. <laughs> Euros. And I was like, what a joke. That's crazy. But Barcelona's debt due within the next 12 months is 731 <laughs> million euros. Oh, my goodness. Uh, now, now, now we, we're wondering, you know, how, how can we possibly give <laughs> one of the big, uh, you know, helps to that a bit. Golden Sachs deal that won the board to work out. Yes. So that will help. But still, you cut out. You cut out a little bit talking about Goldman Sachs deal. What was it again? Euros. Oh. Oh. Uh, so five hundred twenty-five million euro loan from Goldman Sachs, uh, which will help in uh, paying off some of that. But uh, one thing that, of course, like. How do we deal with this? Immediately, you would think, well, let's sell some players, right? Let's get. Uh, yes. We have by far the highest uh, wages uh, in the world for soccer right now. Um, it's total spending across the last three years, 960 million euros, uh, which is by far the most. Juventus was second with 801 million. Um, the, now, the, one of the problems with just offloading players is that that doesn't exactly fix our financial woes because uh, one of the gifts uh, our glorious president, Bartomeu, left us before he uh, left, graciously left office 
was um, to amortize all of the contracts uh, in order to make his short-term debt look better. Right. Which means that uh, to amortize, for those of you listening at home, means like say a player has a four-year contract for $80 million, you don't pay him $20 million a year. You'll pay him like $10 million the first year, then 35 the second, you know, and so, so on. Like you can sort of restructure to help with it. But uh, because of the way we've structured deals with players, someone like Miralem Pjanic, who we might let go for free this summer to go back to Juventus to play for Allegri, who actually played him when he uh, played in the Serie A, is that we would still have to pay like 64 million oh euros to Miralem oh Pjanic deal. Just so he could leave for free. Just we have to still have to pay him sixty four million just oh, to allow him off our team. So it's uh really, really bad business deals like that for Barcelona. Um also the I mean a player I've been asking as soon as the season was I mean not I mean before the season's ending, um, as soon as I knew we were in this financial uh disease of a club right now, uh was Clement Longley. Let's get him out of here. <clears throat> but he has a contract. Through 2026. Good Lord. And uh, he doesn't really want to leave, which make deals with other teams to sell him to them. So uh, we are in a pinch, and uh, we'll talk about certain ways we can get out of it. But uh, the first would be the players. Who can we get rid of? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's skinny. It's, that's the problem. There's a lot. So these guys don't want to leave because they're making a lot more at Barcelona, and it's definitely more money than they would get anywhere else. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Antoine Griezmann would have to take a remarkable cut. I mean, he makes forty-five point eight million a year oh, God. for Barcelona. Why would he? Why would he want to go somewhere else and make far less? I mean, he makes nine hundred thousand a week basically, yeah. for Barcelona. I mean, no reason that he would want to go back to Atletico Madrid for like probably under half of what he's making right now. Yeah. Um, so the stakes Mirko are, Pjanic, so yeah, the stakes are though, right. So if you can't, so obviously Barcelona get it. They know they got to get rid of a bunch, a bunch of guys. So say that Barcelona mm-hmm. don't convince a team to take anybody right now. What, mm-hmm. what would, what would happen? Say the other teams go, you know what? I know you guys are desperate. And uh, we're just going to let you squirm. What What happens in two weeks when the season starts? It it seems to be, honestly, the way we're heading. And I I don't think teams want to help us out and help us offload these players like Sam Willem TT. I mean, either of the French disconnection pair, as I like to call them, between (laughs) TT and Longley. Who wants them? Uh, Um, TT, there's been speculation that maybe like Marseille or uh, Lyon might mm-hmm. take him so he could go back to league ugh. but um because <laughs> he he has one leg and can't really run yeah and he makes 12 million a year that's tougher soccer you can only use your legs yeah i know it, it makes it particularly difficult but he makes as much literally equally as uzman dembele that's remarkable right um who did all this <laughs> And freaking Bartomeu, oh the crook, the one who should be in jail. What he a loser. should be behind bars today. Did he? Uh, and I feel like every player that walked into Barcelona during Bartomeu's reign was like, 
I would like this much money. And he was like, why don't we double it? And they're like, but I didn't. Let's double it. Goodbye. Take it three. Welcome to Barcelona. He's like, what, what, are, say I what are Chelsea more. offering? <laughs> we'll triple it. <laughs> they didn't offer me anything. He is well, not the best different. negotiator. Bartomeu <laughs> was not the best negotiator. I don't think he ever read Trump's art of the deal. <laughs> Barely not. Um, but so we gotta, we gotta sell some players and good luck finding people for some of them. Uh, Sergio Roberto is another one, uh, who actually, not only is he not wanting to take a salary cut, he's asking for more money. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he already makes 10 million a year. He makes 200,000 a week to not play, to sit on the bench. So why are you like trying to at, this is not the time. Like pick your battles. This is, you got you got to have good timing when uh, negotiating, and this would be described as terrible timing. Um, again, Mirlan Pjanic could go back. We'd still have to pay sixty four million, even if he did go back to Juventus right now. Because Pjanic is a contract for a few more years. Is the issue? Yes, yes. Uh, and we haven't even spoken about Felipe Coutinho, who uh, may he rest in peace is <laughs> out there somewhere. Um, Man, know. it's so funny how you go through problem after problem on Barcelona's balance sheet, and then you get to Felipe Coutinho. It, yeah, it's like really burying the lead here because, uh, I mean, Felipe Coutinho <laughs> makes as much as Marc-Andre Ter Stegen. Sure, Mark. um, $8.6 million a year, uh, 165000 a week, and does not play literally. I mean, we say Milan Pjanic doesn't play. I think he had like seven games in total last season, all minutes combined. Uh, but Felipe Coutinho <clears throat> will not play for us. And towards ACL, been, yeah, there's been some, right? Yeah, there's been, uh, yeah, there's been some rumor, but he should be like back. Uh, but there's been some rumors about Everton perhaps taking him. But, I mean, we cannot afford – I mean, we can we not expunge his contract like we did with <laughs> poor, poor Mateus Fernandez, who, who did not get a call, not a handshake, uh, not, just an email saying, hey, I uh, just want to let you know you're no longer on the team. Uh, remember that contract you signed? Yeah, we put that in the shredder. So that's just gone. You know, you Have a nice soccer. day. You don't play soccer anymore. Go <laughs> find something else to do. So that's an um, option, the expunge. So tell us about what, so what is that? Now, the expunging contract seems harsh, uh, <laughs> especially for a player that you paid, what, 116 million euros for? So how do you reconcile? Could they expunge Coutinho? I don't think so. I, I, okay. I think I think I, I don't think so because of lawyers. You know, I don't. Ah, darn lawyers. Has, yeah, has a strong enough team to be like, no, you can't do this. The Coutinho, he was a good soccer player once. How long is he signed through? Twenty twenty eight. Um, I think he's signed on for another two years. Okay. So, any takers? Uh, no. No. No, not not <laughs> officially yet. Not officially yet. Um, but and that seems to be going for most of the players we're trying to offload is that no one's buying. Um, which could be in part due to wanting to make us squirm, and, and then in part due to money. Really, right now, what was that? Squirm. They want to make you squirm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but these other teams, the other clubs not buying our players aren't the only ones making us squirm. It's players from the inside as well, uh, such as, unfortunately, Elish Mariba, uh, who I didn't know this. He was the highest ever paid youth club player in the world. He made $2 million a year while playing for Barca B. Wow. Um, and that tells me he's, he's got good agents, uh, yes. a, a pretty uh, aggressive team. And right now they are demanding more money, just like Roberto. They want more. Six million a year is what they're asking for right now. And that is kind of crazy. Um, I know he's good and maybe in a normal financial situation, uh, not following two years of pandemic uh, it would be a, a reasonable ask, but right now it's crazy. Uh, it's more than a lot of important players on the team. It's more than any of the guys we just signed. It, he'd be making more <laughs> than Eric Garcia, more than Kun Aguero, and more than Memphis Depay. Yeah, he was now, pretty bad too for a lot of the time. Well, he was good for the until like January, and then yeah, uh, when he really had to step up and be an integral part of the team, he started falling a little flat. But Man City and Chelsea are both interested in Elish Mariba. Ah. And I think they could they could definitely afford six million a year because apparently there is no such thing as financial fair play in England. No, so I guess what happened is so at the same time that Real Madrid and Barcelona are not only having to tighten their belts, but uh chop off their stomachs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh yes. All the all the clubs. Like some real, you got to go beyond belt tightening. Um, the <laughs> English clubs are being financial fair play is being relaxed by UEFA because of the pandemic. So clubs that have money, uh, like to have these very deep pockets, like Manchester United, who just bought Rafael Varane, like Man City, who are planning to buy Grealish and mm-hmm. Harry Kane. And PSG, who seem to just be buying everyone. They just, they got Ramos. They got uh, Will Aldum. I think they're they're after a couple more guys. <clears throat> they Because UEFA is not enforcing financial fair play during the pandemic. So these clubs with bottomless pockets can purchase these players, whether it's for one reason or another. The Premier League clubs, because number one, some of them are owned by private owners who mm-hmm. were apparently the pandemic doesn't affect them or maybe help some of them, um, which lets you know just how. Right. Yeah. Just um, so, uh, it's really interesting because I mean, they, they also don't <laughs> suffer the consequences like Barcelona and with their TV deals in the Premier League and that sweet NBC yes. money yep, that they exactly. get uh, that we, we are not uh, so privy to. We got that ESPN okay. plus money, baby. That's right. We got that Fubo cash rolling in. That uh, La Liga Sports Four money. That's what <laughs> we get. Um, so we're having a tough time offloading our players. That's the first way we could deal with the second. Uh, after offloading, it's overhauls for Barcelona. Contract overhauls. Getting the players to agree to pay cuts in their massive, massive salaries. Yeah. So uh, who, who are you looking at for that? So. Already, Gerard Piquet, Sergi Busquets, and Leo Messi setting the example for the team as the old guard all agreed to at least a 40% pay cut to all of their salaries. Nice. They know 
the dire situation, the dire straits the club is in. So that helps. Actually right now. That helps, but not everyone's playing ball, Mark, because Jordi Alba is not being as gracious in his money grabbings as the other players. He's fighting the pay cut, uh, and that's not making the board very happy. It's like, man, we just... We just need you to not make nine million a year. Like, can you make five million a year and still feed your children? Uh, is that <laughs> is that going to be possible? Can you still raise your family? To be fair, it's not really his problem. Uh, well, I mean, in a like, way, yeah. It's in nice way, of do this to the club. Like, it's nice of Messi and PK to take a hit for the team, but Messi didn't. They don't have Messi running the books. Not yet, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but no. No, I, I, I mean, that's true. But Barcelona's different. You know, you think you're, you're more than a club. It's, there you uh, go, Messi. You're representing club, yeah. an entire community. Well, um, how about, what's everyone... interesting about this? Yeah, so that's Barcelona saying, right? Meanwhile, Real Madrid's players, the whole team accepted a 15% pay cap to help our finances. <laughs> Well, that so. would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> if we could get that, uh, some kind of uniformity. You know, Papa Flow runs everything. That's that's really good. Uh, you can get everybody a step in line. 50%, that's also not bad. Uh, but or 15, it's also 15. Not 15, yes. Uh, but it's not the 40 it was it, yeah, 50 It's not quite as big as, yeah. Right. Uh, but, like, buddy, yeah, just make $5 million instead. Uh, so we need to get everyone to agree to these pay cuts. We need players like Eli Mariba and Sergio Roberto to just bite the bullet for a year to wait to restructure their deals. Um, right now, Barcelona are freezing Eli Mariba. He has not participated in any of our preseason games uh, or uh, training sessions. Uh, they're saying he is not going to play unless he agrees uh, to a contract before the season starts, which is very unfortunate. But there's one other option we have in making money and turning this team's financial woes around, not for this season necessarily, but for next, and that is winning trophies, Mark. Yes. You know, in the Champions League, the European Champions League, winners get $18.6 million just for winning their group wow 18.6 manchester city and chelsea have already received 75.2 and 73 million dollars respectively and look at all of their wonderful new signings this well that's the thing right trophies get you real madrid yeah won their group and then they also got to the semifinal both farther mm-hmm. than uh, Barcelona. So you think, what's the difference there? Maybe over Barcelona, thirty million. Yeah, yeah, probably right around there. Um, but yeah, you, I, you listen. You win games, you win trophies. You win trophies, you get money. You get money, you get better players. You get better players, you win games, and so on and so forth in perpetuity. The cycle, yeah, the cycle goes up, and the cycle spirals down, and we're seeing a little bit of that with. With Barcelona uh, right now, but so let's before we get to Real Madrid's financial situation, which is less precarious but still somewhat interesting. What I think the most interesting rumor to me is this Antoine Griezmann rumor, right? So you think about last year where Barcelona had some money issues, but I think they all kind of put them off towards this year. But the thing that happened, right, was Luis Suarez 
was given basically to Atletico Madrid for free. And then also right. Barcelona paid part of his salary. And it seems like yeah. they're trying like 4 million. to. I think it was, we paid like $4 million. Not a lot, right? But it seems yeah. like they're trying to do a similar thing the next year with Antoine Griezmann. Is this correct? Yeah. Which is like, oh, we made a mistake. Here's Antoine back uh, for free. And we will pay some of it because we know you cannot afford to pay him the 46 million euros oh that we do. Uh, 881,000 a week for Antoine Green makes Bale's contract look like a, a janitor's. Uh, he and <laughs> Antoine Griezmann is a player who only plays well when he isn't wearing a Barca kit. So, this would be really nice actually if we could get him off our books. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Antoine Griezmann's been training with us. He's uh, there were rumors that he said he wasn't going to train unless like until he's traded back to Atleti, which was not true. Um, he is in training with us. Honestly, the way things are going is I, I don't see a lot of moves being made from here. I don't see any, uh, you know, 11.59 deals going through so other teams can help us out in having our uh, best player of all time play for us. Um, I, I think that's going to work out. I think we'll have Messi play. Uh, we'll find a way. Move heaven uh, and earth. Figure something out. Yeah, just do anything we can. I mean, just not pay Ronald Koeman. That would probably <laughs> help. <laughs> just, yeah, something. Have, just have Messi <laughs> player coach this year. Could that save them? But yeah, it, would pro- it could only help, honestly. Uh, what is Koeman really doing that Messi couldn't do? Come on. Nothing. Nothing. No, uh, well, something will happen, but... but to let us sign our new players and Lionel Messi, it will not involve a lot of player deals because the market is sparse right now, uh, quite scarce. And I don't see us making a lot of moves. I think we're going to come out with uh, basically the same team we did last year, plus Depay up front and Eric Garcia starting yeah. in back. And what's so interesting about all of this is it's not like Real Madrid and Barcelona are making money. Real Madrid and Barcelona made the most money last year, 617 for Barcelona, 617 million for Barcelona, mm-hmm. 607 million for Real Madrid. Man U made a hundred million dollar less than Real Madrid last year, 507 million. So it's not like it's just the fact that La Liga is stricter. And yeah. we're getting we're getting slapped. Yeah. With it's crazy. I mean, right now, right now, no one's man you and man city like they're they're breaking the bank for players right now. It's like, how can this be? Yeah. So something something fishy going on, but it's just going to it's just going to increase the power of the Premier League this year because Real Madrid just seemed to be selling off uh, players. They're doing the same thing. Barcelona is. So we'll see if Aguero, Depay actually signed contracts. We didn't really mention them so far. Um <laughs> But that, I mean, what's, like, what's the deal with that? It's just they're just waiting around, right? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of uh, almost inconsequential right now. They're they're just sort of, uh, I mean, floating in a moving river and hoping that it takes them to Barcelona. Uh, I think it'll work out. They're they're on the team. <laughs> They've yeah. had their presentation. They're training with the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Depay scored a penalty in our uh, warm up game against Girona. So. They're playing. They're on the team. I mean, I don't know if we need to 
forged some documents or what? But we're making it happen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So it'll be fast anyway. So yeah, keep uh, reading the financial news for Barcelona, which hey, we never knew we would be glued to that. But hey, I'm I'm yes. fascinated, and I am I will be very interested to see whether <laughs> who ends up actually playing can Barcelona field a team. Will Kuman have to bust out the short shorts and get back on the field uh, and probably <laughs> die on the pitch? So we'll have to see. Hey, maybe he could play center back again. Yeah, hey, that was another thing. Oh, so uh, tired. Our, our goalkeeper, who makes like $8 million a year, uh, who, who never plays, uh, we tried to sell him to a couple teams, and that still hasn't worked out. So it, it's, uh, yeah, it's all just stuck in motion right now. Yeah. Stuck in motion sounds a lot like Real Madrid's transfer uh, situation here. Real Madrid, of course, sold. Uh, this will probably come out the day after it happened. Um, if you're listening on Thursday, they sold legendary defender Rafael Varane after letting go their previous legendary defender, Sergio Ramos. It's just a, it's a conveyor belt of legendary defenders leaving, leaving the building. But at least we got one legendary defender in the door. Of course, David Alaba. From Bayern softens the ball a little bit. He showed up to the Real Madrid training facility, gave hugs to everybody. Marcelo was joking around with him. Uh, of course, he is. It's, it's Marcelo's whole deal. So good to see Alaba. He promptly gets here and promptly Whoa. gets COVID. So we're yeah, we're, maybe it's from all of the hugs and kisses. Yeah, maybe too many hugs and kisses. So we're back down to minus three legendary defenders. So we'll see. But of course, Rafael Varane leaving for about fifty million helps Real Madrid's at least money situation because Real Madrid have to cut about 75 million in salary for about 325 last year to about 255 this year. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and of course, Real Madrid were trying to cut, trying to get the dead weight off. Of course, Isco, Odriozola, Mariano Diaz, all, all were supposed to leave all still with the team, Peyton. So we have a, a similar situation. You can't cut the fat. The fat doesn't want to leave. Well, those are your best players when you they play Barcelona. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they actually had some good moments. Um, <laughs> the freaking Mariano Diaz, that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> those guys have good moments. Yeah, so Real Madrid, uh, we've heard from Papa Flo that there will be no new signings, no more signings this year. That's the big rumor going around. Of course, Mbappe is... Is on everybody's lips. Mbappe. Well, that's what that's what everyone's saying is this Iran deal is part of the Mbappe plan. Right. So does this finally, of course, they've been talking about this man you getting Veron for weeks. Weren't sure if it would actually happen. It finally happened. So does this the first domino, right? And then are we able to get Mbappe in a couple weeks? I think it will happen this summer. Just because, really? just because I think at some point, PSG's got to see the light and realize that a giant pile of money is better than zero money. That's true. I just That's think true. that at some point, and Real Madrid, according to some rumors, not totally substantiated, we have $150 million in the bank okay. to spend on transfers. And that's all going to go to one player. And that's all going to go to one player. And honestly, that's all we need. We need one right. star attacker. I think with Alaba, I think we could be great. I think Alaba is an under... Um, I think people are under underappreciating him. We talked about his numbers in detail. If you want to go back and listen to our David Alaba podcast, 
he was the best center back in Germany last year. Excellent going back forward. Nobody gets by him. And uh, I think he can kind of transform the team from an offensive perspective too. having this guy could knock all these balls over the defense and put in players like Vinny, put in players like Rodrigo and behind. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited for him, but he just got COVID. So, <laughs> um, and you never know with that, right? Cause you know, it has, long yeah, that's why, so does that mean right before the season? Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean that he'll, he'll be out for two weeks of training, like right before the season starts? He's gonna. They're basically saying he's gonna miss the Elevase game or opener. Oh my gosh, that sucks! And I mean, this is the time to get acquainted with your team and find uh, your feeling for your position and everything. And I mean, it's just unbelievable luck, right? Because this <clears throat> happened with Hazard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He never quite got the right preseason. He was hurt, and then it just snowballed and snowballed. So, just feels like it's all happening again, Peyton. Oh. Boy, another uh, Iron Man for another team coming in and immediately unable to play. It's so bad, but hey, we'll see. I still think Mbappe is going to come, so we'll make sure we keep you updated on that situation and on the COVID situation. One more thing on the COVID. Can we get these guys some shots, Peyton? What is going on? How do, do they already I, have I, shots I, I and these are breakthrough cases or well, I don't, you can still get it. You just won't be hospitalized, you know, if you contract it with the vaccine. So it's not like you're immune from getting it. It's just you, you'll like will be basically symptomless. Right. So I just want to know. And they don't say this, but did they right. get the shots and they just got it anyway? Or do they not have shots? I don't yet? know why. I, I don't know why like I feel they a lot of them probably It seems like they don't have otherwise, shots. No, otherwise it would be highly advertised and promoted by every team. They would have a YouTube video of the club getting their vaccines like as right? a team and as like as a uh, yeah, leading uh, as a guide for other people being like, "See, we got it. You should too." I've uh, seen none of that though. Seen that. No. So very strange. I don't know what the deal is with Europe because I, I know I a lot of well, American. Why not just make it a rule. Yeah. Why? Why not just make it a rule? Like, uh, I mean, the NFL. You're seeing them. I mean, basically squeeze people into getting it, which is good. Uh, and we're not really sort of sanctions where, uh, like, penalties are higher if you contract it and have not been vaccinated. Yeah. Or like in the NBA where they just kind of make not having the vaccine so annoying. You get it because you got to get tested every day, three times and stuff like that. But everybody just ends up getting it. Yeah, exactly. You're tested at three, six and 9 AM. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I get, I give up. I give up. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> just give me the damn shot. So yeah, if you if you uh, aren't vaccinated, you have to carry around a boombox playing Baby Shark on a loop. <laughs> oh God, no, <laughs> that'll get him. So we'll see. Benzema or two of our basically our two best players now have it, Alaba mm-hmm. and Benzema. So brilliant! What a way to start the season, Peyton. Golly, it's like you're not even around people, or at least you shouldn't be right now in preseason and training session. Partying? I don't know, man. 
must be. Yeah, it's really disappointing. Get your shots, everybody. Uh, and then you too can play for Real Madrid. <laughs> exactly. Hey, they might need, so we might see some Jovic. Oh, God, Peyton. We might see some Nacho and Jovic in that first match. And the drop points are already going to start. I thought Jovic was COVID. <laughs> oh, God, he loves it. <laughs> He's mostly he's, the virus. He's mostly COVID. Oh boy! So uh, hey, we might already see some some interesting football in the first game. So we're looking forward to that, and we'll of course we'll have a big time preseason. Uh, I mean, uh, get preseason getting ready for the season, like a season preview episode coming up next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, we're uh, winding down our uh, luxurious off season and all these long breaks we've been taking, getting ready to ramp back up to bring you all of the latest highlights and news, uh, transfers, rumors, betting lines. It's all coming up in just oh. like a week and a half, two weeks. Oh, the betting lines upon us! I can't hey, wait real to quick, Mark. To over under. You have a predi- you got a prediction for the Olympics? Uh, soccer final. Who do you think is going to win? See, Olympic soccer is so weird. I don't even know who's playing because, like, Italy and the Netherlands never play. Yeah, and it's it's U twenty three. So this is what's fun about it. You got to be twenty three and under, but you can have two players from your country older than that. Uh, I mean, the French so striker is like thirty five, and he plays for like Tigres in Mexico. Yeah, so, like, who do you think Brazil took? I mean, come on. It's pretty obvious, right? Is Vinny there? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's Danny Alves. Look, <laughs> how old is he? Danny Alves, captain, 67. Can you believe it? And he's <laughs> captaining Brazil. though, really, like, actually. I, I, no, I think he is 37. Okay. Yeah, but which is younger than I thought because I'm pretty. Yeah, I thought is. he was fifty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he was. Uh, I miss him every day uh, for Barcelona playing that fullback position. But Man, he was uh, yeah, still yeah, good it's, even it's when he was old. Oh yeah, yeah, with BSG and everything. You kidding me? Thirty-four. Even awesome. when he was like thirty-four years old for you guys, he was. He could fucking yeah. knock that ball down the right flank. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer for Brazil for Danny Alves, but uh, that's my pick. My prediction is I don't know anything except I do know Marco Asensio is playing for Spain. So let's let's see a golazo. Oh my gosh! Two. Oh, I didn't even mention Pedri. How uh, he uh, Pedri playing for Spain as well? He is averaging over the last year a game every four days. The poor child. And then, 18. And if you look, if you see pictures of him right now, he looks like a shell of a person. It's oh, just a shadow. It's like 110 pounds. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Oh, Kubo, okay, Kubo. Uh, let me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out for Takafusa Kubo. Have you seen these goals, Peyton? He scores oh. every game. Three goals in three games. And they're they're uh, like golazos. Like a left-footed screamer from the right side of the box for his first goal. Had another screamer the other day. And then uh, like a volley from the middle of the box in this last game. So Kubo coming on. And hey, he might help us on the wing this year. So I don't know. I don't think we can recall him because of our stupid 
uh, you can only have three non-EU players. And did you know this about Japan? Because you cannot get dual citizenship if you're a Japanese citizen. If you get citizenship of another country, your Japanese citizenship is revoked. Wow, you're either with us or against us. So he can't. We actually can't sign him because Vinny still doesn't have a Spanish passport. Supposed to get it last year. Hopefully, he'll actually get it this year. But and of course, we had Bale uh, come back, and he is Welsh, which is no longer none of you. So brilliant. Wow. Well, we can thank Bartomeu for losing Takafusa Kubo, who came up through La Masia, and uh, is such a fun player to watch. So oh, we'll be looking. He's gonna. He's gonna be really. Dude, five years from now? Oh, look mm-hmm. out. Yeah. When he's like five, six. <laughs> yeah, he's growing. He's still a growing boy. <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, but yeah, hey, we'll uh, catch you guys next time. And uh, I hope this cleared some of uh, your, you know, confusion up as far <laughs> as uh, where where we are. I think everybody's, everybody's more confused, but hey, at least we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We did our part. So uh, figure it out. And uh, if you do figure it out, send us an email. Let, let us, us know, know what's going on. <clears throat> send it to <laughs> El Clasico Podcastico at gmail.com. That's E L C L A S T I C O Podcastico at gmail.com. I think you screwed that up. <laughs> yeah, I did. El Clasico. Is that what I spelled? I think, I think I, you I, got a T in there. Contracted Podcastico with Classico. <laughs> But hey, we love you guys very much. And yeah, get set to uh, to listen to our big preview episode. So make sure you subscribe to our to our podcast so you can get the latest on what's going on with Real Madrid and Barcelona. And hey, will Messi even play for Barcelona? So keep make sure you uh, you listen in here to see what's all going to happen as the season I starts. I believe he will play. But yes, stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at epodcastico. And uh, be sure to follow this podcast. And subscribe. Yes, and remember that we love you very much. We love you so much. Uh, once again, I'm Peyton McCann, Barcelona fan, with Mark Valinsky. Real Madrid Real fan. Madrid. And a la Madrid. Let's go. And, and Visca, El Barça. We're almost there, folks. Games are coming. Oh, so soon. Bye-bye. Oh, God, I'm